1: I'm looking forward to this segment, but I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. We're going to talk about um, cancel culture. We're going to talk about comedy. Um, Are we killing comedy? I mean, I don't know if you saw the news headlines. Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage yesterday. And I'll admit, I'm making an assumption here that this relates back to all of the fuss around Dave Chappelle a few months ago when his Netflix special came out. And he was roundly criticized for some of the jokes he made about transgender issues. Um, and, uh, he, he didn't get canceled, but he definitely was, you know, he was a target of that kind of an effort by some groups. Now you define your own line as to what is acceptable or not, but we've crossed into the area where Chris Rock gets punched on stage. Dave Chappelle gets uh, attacked on stage. Jerry Seinfeld, I was reading this morning, went back 2015. Jerry Seinfeld gave interviews where he said, that's it. I, I'm, I'm not going to college campuses anymore. The political correctness is out of control. You can't make jokes. You can't be funny. Um, His story was, jokes aren't real. Uh, This is a quote. People assume that when you say something, you believe it. It's purely comedic invention. You know, I do a whole bit about Pop-Tarts and how much I love them. I don't love Pop-Tarts. It's just funny. It's funny to say it, so I say it. David Spade has a Netflix special coming out uh, right now. Uh, He did an interview with Esquire, and the first question was, comedy's a political minefield. Why in God's name would you release a Netflix special right now? David Spade, who's been doing this forever, said, I wouldn't say it chose me, but after the Academy Awards, you go, oh my God, why am I doing a special when all eyes are on every comic at all times? It's almost like I'm looking for trouble, but this is my profession. As for having it come out now... um, I make fun of myself more than others. I'm always part of the joke. And I think that helps balance out the times when you do go after others. A lot of these jokes are goofy observations. I don't do politics. So at least I don't get, you know, the grief that people get for that. But he says, you know, it makes you wonder, are you allowed to do anything? A lot of comics talk about race. I don't. I would love to, but I just feel you can step in it so fast. Ten years ago, you were supposed to talk about things. You were supposed to have discussions. Comedy made you think. You didn't always agree, but you laughed or you didn't. But now I don't want to say things that will ruin my life. And I think he's got a point. It's a minefield. It literally is. We're going to chat now with Donovan Workin who is a, a stand-up comedian, has been for a long time, well-known in this part of the world. Donovan, thank you for giving us your time today. I appreciate you joining hey, us.
0: Hey, thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, I should clarify, I'm an improviser, so okay, I, okay. I, do a, I do a lot of uh, you know, stand-up rooms, I do a lot of corporate gigs, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit different, but in the same vein, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Um, are we killing comedy, Donovan? That's the question. Have we created an environment where it's just too dangerous?
0: Well, uh, now, you've, now you've scared me completely from saying anything <laughs> about anything. You've uh, got to be careful. Because you have to be careful. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter and funnier than I well, smarter than I am, uh, that have a pretty good take on stuff like this. Are we killing comedy? Um, comedy is always evolving. Um, comedy is always changing. I mean, that's the nature of it because it's always based on culture and how cultures change and how society changes. So um, sometimes comedy has to catch up and uh, sometimes people need to catch up. And that's where I think we have the problem is uh, is because the internet is getting us to become so polarized. Um, you know, you can't, now it's not cool to listen to something that you don't agree right. with 100%. Um, instead of, You know, disagreeing with somebody, um, you know, we instantly just shut them off. Um, You know, can a comedian go too far? Yeah, but partially that's their job. They want to push the limits, right? I mean, look at people like Lenny Bruce, right? He wouldn't be around today.
1: Oh, I mean, um, the list goes on and on. I mean, that's what comedy was. I mean, think of All in the Family if you want to take it outside of the stand-up room, right?
0: For sure, absolutely. And that's the nature of comedy. It wants to push your buttons a little bit um can it turn into hate speech Uh, yes of course anybody can say something that's terrible and and awful Uh, and i think i don't know maybe the world is in a a point where uh we're in a big heave upheaval um where things are changing so fast that we just can't um can't catch up our little monkey brains just can't (laughs) handle handle it yet um And so, yeah, I mean, I read that stuff about uh, Seinfeld and Chris Rock said the exact same thing, that they wouldn't do colleges anymore because uh, people um, are too politically correct or too woke or whatever. Um, And, yeah, I agree that there is a fringe of people that really push it. Uh, too far on both ends of the spectrum, right? I mean, we've seen it. Look what's going on in the States right now. Oh. Um, the the right is pushing so hard in one direction. The left is doing the same. And I feel, honestly, that 90% of the, the people, 95% of the people are stuck in the middle there. I think you're so right. We're seeing these fringes, but yet I go do um, corporate gigs. Um, I've been making the same sort of jokes, not that my... Uh, my comedy is stale. Uh, but you know, my act uh, is, as an improviser, um, is different, but, um, people love the same sort of jokes that they'd loved 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. So I don't think that's changing. I think the average Canadian loves, uh, you know, loves to laugh. Um, and there's people on the left and the right that, that are changing that and, and, and be, they're, they they're vocal.
1: Yes, for sure. They absolutely are. And Okay, so that's the question I wanted to ask, because I know you've been doing this a long time. Have you had to change the way? Like, Have you cut some things that maybe you would have had in your act 10, 15 years ago? Now it's just kind of like, you know, I I can still do it. It's still a funny joke, but I I don't want the flack that might come from it.
0: Um, I would say it's the other way around. Rolling Stones don't do brown sugar anymore when they do their live shows because of, uh, you know, it's just... We evolve as people. We change as people. Hopefully, we grow when we learn. Um, and yeah, absolutely. There are bits that I would do 20 years ago um, that I will never do now. And not because it, I, don't, I think they're not funny or because I don't want to get the flack. It's because we've changed as people, and it's not acceptable anymore. And I'm okay with that because I've learned the difference, and I'm growing and changing, and I think we all are. And I'm better for it to not do those sorts of jokes anymore. I
1: think you make a great point and I think you know comedy can often be a, a catalyst to the kind of change that you're talking about sometimes Absolutely. it's d- like if you take a look at all in family and I, and I keep coming back to that because I think it fits well to this well, discussion
0: it's be- and it's because-
1: where you're stuck let's face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Archie Archie but you know what <laughs> it, it, it was the fact that they made Archie or let Archie or had Archie say these absolutely ridiculous absurd things and then yeah. just pointed, pointed out the absurdity of it in an absolutely hilarious fashion that made people look at themselves and go okay, maybe I need to re-examine some things, but humor was the tool that was used That's to right. do that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the reason you bring up all in the family is because it was so groundbreaking at the time. Archie Bunker was your typical American middle-aged guy, Yeah, you know, at that time. Um, and, uh, and he even changed and grew in the show. I mean, there were so many great episodes where he became a better person. Totally. Um, and, you know, he doesn't represent the average American Canadian guy anymore. And we've got, and we we see that. And some people are stuck holding on to Archie Bunker in that era. And uh, we've got to move forward and, and ex- embrace new things and changes and, and different people. And uh, that's what makes, I mean, Canada is a, mosa- uh, a mosaic, right? Yeah. So we, we are a patchwork quilt. Um, of different cultures, and um, we have to uh, embrace that.
1: Who decides where the line is, Donovan? I mean, for me, it's really easy doing what I do. Like, if somebody phones me and says, hey, I'm offended by the name Edmonton Eskimos, you should make it Elks. And I say, okay, well, it's not up to me and you. It's up to the people that are affected by this. And they say, change it, then we change it. Easy peasy. Who draws the line when it comes to Dave Chappelle making jokes about transgender people? Who decides, okay, you've gone too far and there needs to be a repercussion? Where Do we all make that decision for ourselves?
0: Uh, well, that's a great point. Yeah, exactly. I think you can make a decision on your own if you find it terrible and offensive. That's um, great, right? Um, the audiences will, on masse, right? If all of a sudden Dave Chappelle is not selling a single ticket, yeah. if nobody showed up last night to the Holy- Hollywood Bowl, he would know that uh, his material is too far, it's not funny, um, or it doesn't purvey a good message. Um, and he would change. Or, you know, that's what happens, right? Adapt or die. That's the nature of the uh, world. And that goes from everything, right? From small business, big business, to uh, from Apple to stand-up comedy, right?
1: Yeah. No, you're right. Exactly. And you need to you like you say, obviously, it's the box office that's going to speak loudest here. But uh, I don't know. It's an interesting time. Donovan, thank you so much for hey, chatting with yeah. us about it.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. And I'm glad you're going to have a, a middle-aged man's opinion. Hey, like we
1: don't have enough of those. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't swing a dead cat in this town without hitting a middle-aged man with an opinion. Yeah, can? <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll tell you how to think. <laughs> exactly.
1: Thanks, Donovan. Appreciate it, hey, bud.
0: Thanks for having me. You I bet. That's Donovan Workin,
1: who is as he said an improv comedian but he's been around for a while he's been up on stages he's been doing this making people laugh for a long long time and i I, I don't know I don't know if that's something that I would want to try and do now I mean I have I, for the craft itself for the people who can get on stage with nothing but a microphone and entertain you and make you laugh I mean that's that's amazing it's it's a purest form of entertainment um that exists but you take a look at Where we are now, and listen, this is the problem. This is the problem for me. I I don't think one of. I'm going to try to see if I can find the text um, because I, I I disagree with in in premise. But I don't think we should have everything is fair. Okay, here's the text from Terry Shea. In my books, all things. Are up for making fun of, without exception. We've moved to a minefield now for anyone trying to inject humor into our lives. PC is succeeding in canceling the fun in our lives, and as a result, I'll take any opportunity to make fun of these people, including some of my grown children, as well as make fun of any topic. If we can't have fun, even at someone else's expense, then why get out of bed? Life's too short for limitations. It's humor, for God's sake. Now, Terry, the basic premise of your statement I agree with, Right. But here's the thing, I don't think, if the person that you're making fun of isn't having fun, if the person that you're making fun of is hurt by what you're doing, if the person you're making fun of feels in some way diminished, attacked, um, or something like that, then no, I'm not with you. Uh, I, I it, We don't get to decide What is okay for somebody else? That's the issue that I have. I never want to put people in a position where they feel bad because of something I said or the way that I make them feel, you know, making fun of them, teasing them for whatever it may be, a bad haircut, an ugly shirt, whatever the case is. But if they walk in and say, look what this barber did to me, good Lord, you know, and and everybody's in on the joke and everybody's having fun and we can laugh at it, then that's one thing. But if it's when you're making jokes about somebody else to the point where you're damaging them, you can't do that. You, you really and truly can't. But the question I have is, what's the consequence? Does that mean you can no longer work? Does that mean somebody can run up on stage and tackle you to the ground? Um, or does it just mean you turn the channel like we used to do?